Hello and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to this week's episode. This week's a little bit more uh, relaxed, and you may not be able to see me because of the sun rising in the background. Uh, and I'm also using a lapel mic, so the sound audio may be a little bit different. I'm sorry if you can hear the, the background noises that I'm hearing right now, the beautiful songbird or the birds fighting for aerial battle in the background, and the sound of the, of the lake behind me swishing back and forth. But I thought that'd be a nice change pace this week. Uh, I also realized that there's no uh, any sort of electronical ports around this area for me to plug my laptop in which is where I generate my audio from. Uh, so this is as good as it gets this week on this episode. Hopefully the audio does get through and hopefully you, got, uh, you uh, the listener, don't you know, run away right now because I've got so much to tell you over the past week, uh, and my my face isn't in it. So this is this is great. You're getting two for one. You're getting audio listeners and the video listeners are on the same level this week. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I haven't said where I am. I am in Bacala. So this week is a, a couple of days in Bacala. It's been an incredible week. I've been to Tulum, uh, Playa Carmen finished being in Cancun and am currently in Bacala. Tomorrow I head off to uh, Merida, then to, uh, after that, I'm going to Palanque and I wanna say, yeah, Campache as well. And so uh, it's gonna be a hectic couple of weeks and there's been so much going on. So first off, where do I start? First off, uh, recommendations, recommendations for those traveling through Mexico. Uh, Oh, and before I forget, uh, shout out to a multiple people I've met along the way uh, on this podcast while I've been traveling through Mexico. It has been an absolute pleasure, a joy to basically be reassured that what I was saying all of this time that the majority of people in this life are positive, good people and that the minority, the negative uh, are represented well in the media but they're not so in real life. Uh, so I think it was Mehmet and... Uh, Give me two seconds to get the other gentleman's name who I said I promised I'd give him a shout out purely because uh, when he did when we did meet uh, they gave me one of the nicest compliments I've, I've ever had and one was that I gave one of the gentlemen hope in the future generation which is uh, probably the best compliment I could ever have uh, Iran Iran thank you mate as well so to those two uh, there's a list of other people. Uh, I'm not sure if they would want to be named on the podcast, so I won't do it, but there's another 10 other people that I could easily list off who I've met over the past couple of weeks uh, and who've, who've made this journey a hell of a lot more fun and a hell of a lot more easier because of the great advice that I've been given uh, throughout it. So, yeah, there's that as well. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes, recommendations. So, to those coming to Mexico, first off, big, big up, do Chichen it's fantastic. I did a tour. It's definitely worth the time. It's definitely worth the money. It's definitely worth just going there to see these magnificent architecture that, you know, just sort of makes you feel very small and makes you realize how limited your time on this earth is in comparison to the, the actual realities of how long stuff's been going on on this earth and uh, Chichen Itza is definitely one of those things and one of those reasons which makes me feel very much more human and down to earth and realize that what we do on a day-to-day basis does leave a mark and it's one brick by one brick you know and Chichen Itza's got so much Mayan facts around it there's so many big things going on 
Uh, one of the things is that I didn't realize this until uh, the tour guide told me is that they didn't do human sacrifice on the main temple of Chichen Itza. They did it in separate areas and the Mayan temple, the main temple within Chichen Itza was in fact uh, a calendar like a physical calendar. It told you what time of year it was, what day it was, when the seasons were by using the sun as a reflection onto the bricks to be able to create shadows and to be able to understand when the time was to harvest and when the time was to um, basically, oh yeah, that was it. So there was like two times a year. It was 22nd of March and then 21st of September, which was like the beginning of spring and the beginning of autumn. So harvest and when to set the seeds, you know, uh, or the other way around, one or the other. But it was really interesting. I was, I was blown away by the amount of information that I was given uh, on the Mayan history. I've got my own Mayan birth certificate now. I thought it was hilarious. Like, don't get me wrong, like you don't, you don't need to buy it. I did it because I wanted to just give some money to the local economy uh, because, you know, it was like 400 pesos, which is like 20 pounds. I don't think a piece of paper is worth 20 pounds, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to, Give give something back rather than just being Mr. Selfish and and doing what I normally do where I just buy food and and do tours and that's it. So try and do something a little bit more. And so Chichen Itza has so much information. So I'm not going to ruin all of it because I want people out there to go see it themselves. It's so much fun uh, and it's another piece of nature. It's another piece of that like you're surrounded by a jungle as well. And so th there may be a lot of people there. So be wary of that and maybe don't do what I did where I went in the middle of the day and you know I didn't get burnt thankfully I'm, I'm okay at the moment you may not be able to see this on camera but I am relatively non-burnt at the moment so I'm going to try and keep it that way for the rest of uh, rest of the tour so what's my you know what has been one of the main fun things that I did after and it was a combination I did Chichen Itza and I did a cenote in one day and it was so much fun. The cenote, I did one of those bucket list things where you tick it off. And I got on a rope and I jumped into this massive natural pool. And the massive natural pool is like a cave. So you go into the earth and within the earth, there's this natural pool uh, where you've got like a, a walk, a boardwalk around it and that's been man-made, but the rest of it is all natural and it's a cave with a water center and you can jump into it and there's little fish at the bottom that eat the uh, bottoms of your feet. And as you guys know, because of the, sorry, as you know, uh, because of uh, the running, that was well needed for my feet. <laughs> so yeah, that was the cenotes I recommend to anyone. Uh, they're re recommended by everyone anyway, so you don't need my opinion on that. But it was, it was a joy, you know, to, to truly, just tick, tick, a, tick a piece off my bucket list, which was to jump into one of these cenotes uh, off a rope. And I, uh, for those who know the meme, I yelled, Sue, as I went in, just for, just for a laugh, uh, which is always, I always do things not to make other people laugh. I do them a lot of the time just to make myself laugh, just because it's such a pleasurable thing to do. And it just allows you to relax and be in the moment and, and have a smile while you're doing it and that smile will create serotonin and make you feel a hell of a lot easier. So, Chichen Itza, cenotes, the food. I gotta talk about the food. Man, I have had so much good food while being here and I've had to eat like, 
it must be three meals a day in order to stay full at the moment because I'm doing like a minimum of 10,000 steps and also doing a weightlifting session as well. Uh, and I could not do those, but I want to maintain my physique and I want to be able to maintain the way I feel as well. So there's that. Uh, there's also the fact that it's fun. I get to eat more. I get to enjoy the, the process more. And on top of that, there's the fact that the food out here, there's so much variety, like the tacos, the enchiladas, there's these amazing things, mahayas, which are like um, a cone with cream cheese, banana, and Nutella in it, and it's just, oh, diabolical, I love it. It's, it's so bad for you, but it's so good at the same time. I had one of those last night. Uh, as you know, I love a sweet tooth. I have a sweet tooth and so that was really, that ticked it off because I've been finding it difficult to find uh, sweets uh, in uh, Mexico, but I will find them and they will find me. <laughs> so food, tacos, enchiladas, uh, quesadillas, like I would say more tacos, more tacos everywhere. And I love chorizo, chorizo being used within the tacos is just magnifique, oh, so good. Uh, and from there, I think I've tried, you know, I've done other things. One of my favorite things recently was, I, what did I go to? I went to a smokehouse, had a really tasty burger, having burgers. I know they're not from, the Me from Mexico, but it is nice to have a variety from time to time and mix things up. And to truly just get back into the tacos and, and to mix like what you're eating up. Otherwise it becomes stale and you, you start to resent it. So you have to like really really make a variety around it and otherwise you're gonna find yourself, yeah, not enjoying the food. I definitely recommend just going out, finding the little stalls, finding the little areas. And uh, as I was told by one of the uh, tour guides, find the one that's the busiest and go there. <laughs> Cause that means it's good. Uh, and that's, that's definitely worth it. So food, chitanita, cenotes, uh, I think, what else could I recommend while here in, in Mexico? What did I do recently? Oh yeah, so Playa del, Car del Carmen and Tulum. So here's the reality check. They are both touristy areas. So is Cancun, very touristy areas. So if you are not aware of that, you're aware now. Uh, the problem with being in a touristy area is that it is more expensive. And I have realized that down the entire East Coast, you are gonna pay a lot more than you are if you are in the more central area of Mexico. And because of that, you may not want to come to this part if you're not into touristy stuff like me. Uh, I found loads of different stuff I could do while I was there. I went snorkeling with turtles uh, and saw some sea turtles and these little fish that helped clean the sea turtles and the second biggest coral reef apparently in the world uh, in comparison to Australia. And it was so relaxing. And I think when you go when you're doing traveling for me where it's been eight days now where I've just been I've gone to four different places within the space of eight days and I'm going to be going to in the space of 14 days uh, another you know 12 12 different places it's, it's mad like a total of 12 places and so the world around you starts to move fast and you have to take those moments to to relax so I was in Tulum uh, I went to the beach and I, I, I think it's good, but the fact that it's a 30 minute walk might put people off away uh, from the amazing hostel I stayed at, which was Mad Mayan Monkey. 
and it, that, that facility there is insane. I gave it a 9.7 out of 10. I think the only thing I knocked it down for was like, um, might have been location, just because you, you have to walk everywhere. To be, well, you have to walk like 30 to 25 minutes to get into a general uh, area that you need to be. And for me, that's not a problem, but I thought for other people that might be an issue. So I, I, I thought, hmm, maybe, but yes, at the same time. But the facilities there were, they were great because, as I said, I'd, I'd done snorkeling, I'd done Chitsunitsa, I'd um, done loads of exercise and I'd done like a five mile run down the, the strip of Tulum. And so I needed a day where I just did nothing. Because uh, today I'm going to go paddle, paddle boarding on the lake here. So another thing, another amazing thing to add to the list of things I've done so far. And it's only been eight days and I feel like that's madness because I've done so much in that short period of time. And that the love for nature here is great because it's like little pieces. It's not everywhere because you, it, like Mexico is a jungle. Like it is, it is a jungle, like there's just green trees. Every, every time I take a bus, which is ADO by the way, ADO, ADO buses I recommend thoroughly. They're air conditioned, safe, and really relaxing to sit in. Plus they give you a free movie, why not? Uh, it is in Spanish though. <laughs> so if you don't speak Spanish, you're gonna learn fast. Uh, and I think the, the best thing about being able to get from place to place insecure cool areas is the fact that right now it's going to be 30 degrees today you need those cool downs you need those quiet places you need those moments for instance yesterday where i just chilled in tulum and enjoyed the facilities at, at mad monkey which was a lovely swimming pool a beautiful bar area and just a, a white marble flooring everywhere not marble but white white everywhere so it's just this ability to really be calm and relaxed. Uh, I've been doing my writing, so I've been doing my reading, my writing, and uh, I've also been making sure that I keep up with my, all of my little habits, you know? The ability to read, write. Reading, I've, I've, I'm like 300 pages into American Gods. I'm hooked, I'm in. Uh, I find that sometimes when I'm into a book, I am truly locked in. And when I'm locked in, that's it. You can't stop me. I think when I'm on holiday as well, I truly like, I'm, I'm, I'm sat in there and I, I'm, I've got the time, you know? And I think when I'm on a day-to-day -day basis, I forget that there may not be time and that the minimum of the 10 pages keeps me on track. But when I'm here in Mexico, I've got that time. So reading, writing, to trying to do, trying to speak Spanish yet, even though everyone speaks English, uh, which is, is rather difficult. I try my best. Uh, one of my friends also struggling with the same thing with French and she, you know, crack on. That's all you can do. That's all you can do is just crack on with it and just and live your life and, and try your best to, to speak Spanish. And, and even if they speak English back, that's fine. You, you do your best and that, that's all that matters. I'm in such a more positive, I don't know if that works, but I'm in such a more positive mood uh, because of all the stuff I've done. When I first arrived, I felt really jet-lagged. I felt really tired, really, really kind of depressed, if I'm honest. Uh, and you may have felt that in my previous podcast. I didn't have that energy, that vibe. And now I do. And it's because this is a refresher. This has made me realize that I needed this as a holiday. I didn't need to be doing loads of work in this holiday. I needed to relax. I needed to do stuff I wanted to do because work will always be there. 
But these moments right now that you're seeing on camera, like that sun rising, me getting to watch that this morning and enjoying the moment and being in the moment, you're not gonna get many of those. And that's not always gonna be there. And while everyone wants to say, oh yes, just live with a lovely cocktail, uh, uh, you know, on a beach somewhere, that's not always gonna be the case. It's not always gonna be the thing you need to do because this is a refresher. This revitalizes the body, reinitiates the mind and allows you to go back and do work and understand why you're doing the work. That's the main reason, the why in life. The why. It's important. And as I've said so far, by me ticking off these little things and enjoying it and meeting new people and being in a new world, even while COVID's happening, it makes you realize like how insignificant COVID is in comparison to you living your life and getting back into the, the, the stream of things, the stream of life. And so my plan from, for the next couple of podcasts will be me updating you all on uh, you, the person listening, on how things are going, recommendations, what you can see. I mean, I'm always gonna have you a great backdrop behind me. Hopefully next time I won't be, it won't be so bright that you can't see me, but that's my choice. I chose this because I wanted the backdrop to be better than you guys being able to see me. Uh, and that's, that's life. I could have got my, you know what's funny? I'm gonna do this midstream, uh, sorry, mid, mid, mid podcast. I'm actually gonna get this out and see what happens. This may ruin the lighting, but, Let's have a look. A few moments later. Oh, looks like he's out of battery. That was a fail. <laughs> I have this, um, I'll show it on camera because otherwise that wouldn't make sense. I've got this like white, this lighting that's uh, portable that, I mean, it doesn't, you know, can't really do anything. You can see it on, on at the moment, uh, but it's, it's not really gonna help with the lighting in the background. Maybe if I do that, but. No, I need to charge it, I've realized, and it's out of battery. Anyway, that's not interesting. Back to uh, life in general. So updates, I'm gonna be doing updates. I'm gonna be continuing to do adventures and giving recommendations on them and enjoying my time in Mexico. These podcasts won't be as long as the previous ones. They won't be as researched. They will be on the fly because I am just trying to live, revitalize, and maybe give you guys something a little bit more relaxing, a little bit more relative to travel. Uh, I don't know what the plan is after Mexico. I have an idea. I think I'm gonna to go to the USA for a bit, but it all depends on uh, visas, coronavirus, all of these things. I will do the best to keep you updated and I will continue to be enjoying the food, the scenery, the adventures, the taking every moment as it comes, the continuation of reading and writing and uh, languages and meditation and working out and all of these things and taking care of myself. And I hope you're taking care of yourself too. And that's the main thing. And one thing I would say to you during this pandemic, go get out of that rut. As I said in the past, past podcast, I realized how big a rut life can be sometimes. And it's truly important to be able to get out of it and realize that you have a lot already and that you can do a lot more with that that you already have. So that might sound like a little bit of mumbo jumbo, but I think that's a good way to, to end this very short podcast of 20 minutes. Uh, however, 
I hope you've got a little bit of information out of it. Enjoy the scenery behind me and are living your lives in a way that's going to help you revitalize, reinitiate, and uh, go out on the attack. Nick, that from Drocko Willink. I hope you enjoyed that. Anyway, this has been a Taylor's Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I hope to see you this time next week. <laughs>